0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Democratic members of Congress want the Postal Service to be able to provide more banking services. Veterans Affairs puts a price tag on what it needs to fix its out of date facilities. And the new leader at the Agriculture Department vows to fill vacancies left in two of its agencies that were relocated. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. House and Senate Democrats press the rest of Congress to let the Postal Service get into the banking business. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Marcy Kaptur, and Congressman Bill Pascrell joined Senators Kirsten Gillibrand and Bernie Sanders in asking for authorization language to make it into the fiscal 2022 spending bill. The lawmakers say banking services would help the Postal Service generate $9 billion a year in revenue. USPS already conducts limited financial services, including money orders, and would need legislation to take on more robust services. The Veterans Affairs Department says its old and crumbling hospitals need attention. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. President Biden's infrastructure plan includes $18 billion to repair and replace VA's crumbling medical facilities. The department acknowledges that's a lot of money, but it's still not enough to address all of the facilities on VA's list that need major upgrades. VA says it would need between $50-60 billion dollars to tackle all of its capital improvement projects. The Biden administration says the infrastructure plan funding is enough to fully replace 10 or 15 facilities. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says the department will fill vacancies at its two research bureaus in both Washington and Kansas City. The Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture relocated employees from Washington, D.C. to Kansas City almost two years ago. The relocation created widespread vacancies at ERS and NEFA. Vilsack says USDA still has about 100 vacancies at each bureau, but he says hiring from both locations should attract more talent and create more diverse and inclusive workforces. Military exchange stores will have more authorized customers in the coming month. Federal News Network Scott Mascioni reports. The Defense Department's loosening some of the restrictions it has on military exchange stores. DOD civilians and Coast Guard civilians will now be able to shop at the sales tax-free establishments. Retired DOD civilians can now shop at the online stores and are eligible for travel and hotel discounts. The change makes the exchange available for nearly 600,000 more customers. Late last year, the Pentagon made online exchange shopping available to all honorably discharged veterans. Scott Masioni, Federal News Network. A bipartisan group of lawmakers are introducing legislation that will clear up disparities in military uniform costs between men and women. A recent Government Accountability Office report found that women were spending more than double out-of-pocket what men were for non-reimbursable clothing costs. The bill would pay women back for some of their disparity costs. It would also require the military services to come up with a plan to close the gap. A former Army science and technology leader is set to become the first black superintendent of Virginia Military Institute. More on that from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Major General Cedric Wins retired as the commander of Army Combat Capabilities Development Command in 2019. Yesterday, he earned a unanimous vote from VMI's Board of Visitors to lead the school. He had been serving as the interim superintendent since last year, when the school's former leader stepped down amid allegations of a hostile racial climate. Wins earned his Army commission from VMI, where he graduated in 1980. Jared Serbiu, Federal News Network. The State Department is one step closer to standing up a new bureau that would set international norms for cybersecurity. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the story. The Cyber Diplomacy Act will get a vote on the House floor next week, according to two of its co-sponsors. The bill would create a Bureau of International Cyberspace Policy at the State Department, led by an ambassador with the same rank and status as an assistant secretary of state. Congressman Jim Langevin, one of the sponsors, says the bill would give the department the tools needed to identify, attribute, and respond to cyber threats more quickly. It takes months, if not years, to impose punishments on states for a malicious operation. Our adversaries know this, and they take full advantage of our lethargy. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Federal cloud service providers who suffer real or possible cyber incidents must report those problems within one hour to their agency customers and DHS's U.S. cert. Updated guidance from the FedRAMP Cloud Security Program outlines these requirements as well as several other changes. This is the first revision to FedRAMP's incident communications procedures in almost three years. Additionally, FedRAMP also is requiring cloud service providers to meet all mandates outlined by CISA and its recent emergency cyber directives. FedRAMP says its goal is to ensure that all incident handling is transparent and that all stakeholders are aware of the current status and remediation efforts and NARA signs a new deal to modernize its computer networks. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The National Archives and Records Administration is getting a network makeover. Under a $65 million contract with Mattel through the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, program, NARA will move its legacy hub-and-spoke architecture to a fully meshed SD-WAN infrastructure. The software-defined approach is expected to improve network performance, ease administrative burden, reduce operating costs, and improve cybersecurity. NARA also will implement managed network services, including Managed Trusted Internet Protocol Service, or MTIPS, under the Task Order. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date with your agency's re- and stay up to date with your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. holiday whether you're making a baker's simple truth turkey for 40 or a murray's baked brie for two baker's has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last baker's fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card bakers fresh for everyone